Welcome to America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Advisory services offered through the Retirement Guys Formula. Registered Investment Advisor, America's Retirement Headquarters, America's Medicare Associates, and the Retirement Guys Formula are separate and independent entities from Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Spending part of your day with us today here on America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates with Nolan Baker and Scott Kirshner. My name is Chris Swan. Here's how you reach out 419 794 3030. That's 419-794-3030. Always available online day and night. On today's show, we're going to talk about the and how to avoid costly retirement mistakes. If you just recently retired or you're getting ready to retire next year, go ahead and grab a pen and paper, write these down. Uh, or just keep this in mind, America's Retirement Headquarters. You can always search on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts for uh, replays of these shows. Before we jump into the show feed first, let me check in with the guys. Uh, Nolan Scott, glad to be with you as always. How are we doing today? Yeah, we're doing well. I'm recovering from uh, last week's Thanksgiving, and uh, I'm an Ohio State fan, so I'm a little depressed about that. But you know what? It's uh, doing well. Very, very busy, busy time for me, and it's coming to an end soon. How about you, Nolan? I'm also doing great. I was down in Columbus for the weekend last weekend. Oh, that's right. Went down there. My son had a hockey tournament, so did great. He played uh, six games. We won wow. five out of six, and uh, we lost in the the final championship. But I say we brought some hardware home. Cool. Yeah. So it worked out good. And uh, heading out again this weekend for hockey. That's where you typically find me and the family at winter time. Sure. You know, some people tell the seasons by spring, you know, fall, winter. It's it's hockey season, basketball season, football season <laughs> in, in some right. households, and that's okay too. Uh, but uh, I know, Scott, you mentioned there, uh, it's about to be a quiet time for you because the, the Medicare, the annual election period is getting ready to wind down finally. Mm-hmm. But uh, here's the thing, going forward into next year, the cost of Medicare premiums, well, they're about to go up. So what are some of the trends that you guys are seeing when it comes to planning for healthcare costs in general in 2022? Well, Chris, I'll tell you this. I've been very, very busy, mm-hmm. and I haven't uh, paid attention to a lot of the um, little nitty-gritty things because I've got the reports were out that the Medicare Part B premium for the standard was one forty-eight fifty for twenty twenty-one. The report was it was going up to one fifty-eight fifty effective November twelfth. They released the new Medicare Part B premiums. It is now one seventy ten. So for those of you, I'll save you the time of calculating the percentage. That's about a 13% Mm -hmm. increase for the standard. So so let's see. You get a 5.9% increase in COLA, cost of living, and a 13% increase in Medicare Part B. Doesn't work out well, but that's, I think all of you seniors out there listening are used to that at this point. So the trends that I have seen has um, has been the Medicare Advantage plans. Um, they're great options, and, and the supplement plans are great options as well. Uh, I think one of the reasons why I'm seeing that is obviously because of uh, inflation and the cost of uh, the Medicare Part B premiums going up. I'm seeing that people like to have that zero premium health care for an Advantage plan. Uh, they've enhanced the um, dental and vision and um uh, for 2022. So, uh, you know, that's the trend. That's kind of where I'm seeing things going uh, for 2022. They're they're both very, very good options and they have to fit your needs. And, you know, that's part of what we do here at America's Medicare Associates is we go through and, and make sure that whatever plan you are, are looking for is going to best fit your needs. 
You know, a couple of tips that I would give you coming into uh, the end of the annual enrollment period. Uh, as you all know, it's at 11.59 on December 7th. That's when I'll take a deep sigh of uh, relief and a breath and uh, come up for air. Um, uh, yes, I can actually enroll someone at 11.58 on December 7th for a 2022 plan. So one of the things that I would uh, I would encourage you to do is if you haven't scheduled, if you're that procrastinator uh, like a lot of people are, and if you haven't scheduled your review, you still have time to do so. It's very important to know what your plan covers and doesn't cover. Uh, those are always important things to know. Uh, we can go through your review. It doesn't cost anything. We don't charge like a sit down fee or anything like that. But some other tips that I would give you, uh, you know, coming into the end of the year, the end of the annual enrollment period would, uh, if you've got a plan that has a deductible, then schedule any procedures that you can. Uh, so you don't have to meet that new deductible moving forward in 2022. Uh, the deductibles do reset January 1st. Uh, that would be your prescription deductible and your uh, health care deductible. So if you have a deductible and you need some, uh, if you can schedule something here before the end of the year, I would do so. Um, prescriptions, you know, I mentioned that. I would do whatever I could to get any prescriptions refilled under your current 2021 plan. Uh, so you don't have to meet that deductible if your plan has one. And, you know, those are kind of the things that you would do uh, for Medicare moving forward into 2022. You know, know your plan, schedule uh, your, um, your appointment for your review. The other thing that we look at is the Unaffordable Care Act, and uh, that actually, the open enrollment period for that ends on December 15th. Uh, so once again, I would encourage you to schedule any appointments that you have. Most of those plans have a high deductible. If you've uh, been unfortunate enough to meet your deductible in 2021, you want to schedule any other appointments that you might uh, you know, need to get taken care of before that deductible resets moving forward in 2022. The other thing is make any contributions to your HSA account if, uh, um, that you have avail if you have an HSA account, make any contributions uh, you can to that to beef that up. Uh, you get a, uh, it's 100% tax deductible. Uh, so that's always a good thing. And um, one of the things that I will tell you, uh, and this is kind of disheartening, to be honest with you, uh, I've already been working with some of my clients, getting them renewed for 2022 with the Unaffordable Care Act. And the premiums, uh, what I'm seeing, are, are significantly higher and moving forward. So you got to be prepared for that. I would encourage you to schedule your reviews for that as soon as possible so you can at least be prepared for moving forward. One of the things that Nolan and myself, we actually do um, is we work hand in hand with um, any of those clients for their, as you know, that the um, Affordable Care Act is based on income. Uh, that's a novel idea. Don't based on health, based on income. But in any case, it's based on income. So we want to make sure that we maximize your uh, premium tax credits by scheduling the lowest income, reportable income as possible moving forward. Uh, that's going to help offset some of those increases that you're going to have uh, moving into 2022 for um, for Obamacare. But, uh, you know, the plans on on um, the Unaffordable Care Act are still the same. There's not a whole lot of difference there, but the premiums are higher. And uh, if you can utilize some tax savings by making sure your income is uh, at a comfortable level, then then I would encourage you to do so.
Yeah, to me, I would say, you know, the big takeaway from that is if anybody's going to retire in 2022, so if you're listening and you're getting ready to retire in 2022 and you're going to be under the age of 65 and looking to get insurance on the Affordable Care Act, it is, as he pointed out, an income plan. So there are some strategies you can still take. Time is running out. It had to be done before the end of this year if you did some strategies to try to keep your countable income lower in 2022, which actually then can make the Affordable Care Act much more affordable for your family because of the income test. So again, if you are looking to retire next year, one of the items that you want to check off before end of the year is having a conversation with Scott and looking at what is the healthcare strategy to keep your costs down, and we can definitely guide you on that. You know, one thing I would add to that, Nolan, is it's very important to make sure that you understand how the premium tax credit works. Uh, you know, that's my job. That's what I do. I can help you with that. But just to give you a quick uh, um, idea on how that works is if you, you know, for 2022, it's an estimate on what your income is because we really don't know, but it's an estimate. And if we estimate your income at the wrong amount and we estimate low and you get a premium tax credit and then you're fi you file your taxes at the end of the year and it's higher, you could have a tax penalty at the end of the year. So we want to make sure that we avoid that. And on the flip side, if we estimate high and your income comes in lower, then you can get a tax refund. So those are things very important to keep in mind and be prepared for moving into 2022. It's one thing to know that there are going to be rate increases going forward in the coming year. It's another thing to, uh, you know, to help avoid the sticker shock that may come the first time you go to the doctor or, uh, or that bill comes in, honestly. But there are still things, there's still time right now to go and prepare and, and mitigate some of that, reduce those costs if possible. Sitting down and speaking with, with Scott, with, with Nolan, develop that plan. No one would blame you, Scott, if you, after December 7th, you just kind of took the rest of the year off. You've, you've done your time. But there's still work to be done for people out there. And so to set up time, speak with them, see what you can do going forward into 2022, give a call, 419-794-3030, or go online to americasretirementheadquarters.com. It would definitely be much nicer to get a refund at the end of next year because of the way that you guys plan for it rather than find out that you owe more because there are expensive enough things that happen, you know, during the end of the year, including uh, the holidays, of course. And this year, thanks to the pandemic, there's a shopping mall Santa shortage. Uh, the website HireSanta.com says they're actually getting more requests than they can handle. A lot of Santas have hung up their boots and retired. Uh, just another part of the great resignation. It looks like a lot of other people, you know, they might follow the same path, but I'm wondering if not just the Santas, mind you, but just the, the people who are, are planning on retiring in general are prepared financially. There was an article in Market Watch that walks us through seven things to consider. So guys, what do you think about these? Well, I think uh, good news is, is we have Santa coming here. So we have our annual Christmas party coming up this week, and we're excited to have <laughs> Santa come down. And uh, it's going to be good to see him and Mrs. Claus. I know last year was a little bit difficult with mm -hmm. uh, what was happening. And, and this year I can understand, you know, I think if you look at uh, – you know, Santa is uh, older and a lot of the younger kids maybe aren't vaccinated. I can see why it's causing another area of, you know, mm -hmm. great resignation for people and getting out of the industry. And, but we have seen that trend kind of across the board. Uh, to give a couple of tips here on some ideas, one of the things that you should do is right now make sure that you supersize your emergency fund. Uh, I was at the gym yesterday walking on the treadmill watching the TV, and one of the news articles that came up it said that roughly 45% of people surveyed this holiday season uh, plan on making purchases for Christmas gifts and using 
buy now, pay it later, like credit card options. Uh, that is really concerning when it's almost half of Americans doing that. In fact, I think just the opposite right now, while the economy is still strong and you know doing well, now is a good time to make sure that you have three to six months worth of income set aside as a financial cushion. Uh, the next thing you want to do is reevaluate some of your income and spending plan. As Scott mentioned a minute ago, you know, evaluating healthcare costs, but also looking at things like, you know, maybe getting a, some type of a seasonal job if you wanted some additional income to pad your paycheck. Uh, you also look for ways to maybe discount shop to get some uh, extra savings on the holiday seasons this year. Uh, if you have a health care plan, uh, make sure, as Scott talked about, you're hitting those doctors and utilizing your benefits correctly in the right time uh, and making sure that you're maximizing you know, how you're using your health care plan. Uh, you also next want to consider what is called opportunity cost. Um, so if you're looking to retire, you could maybe be jumping ship at the wrong time. Um, you want to consider what your paycheck is and the ability to sock away money in your employer retirement plan. Make sure that you are confident that you're going to be able to retire. Uh, next thing to do is if you're looking to retire is don't forget about taxes. Um, you know, employers really help facilitate the regular tax payments through payroll deduction. But once unemployed, you know, taxes become less automated. And it can get kind of confusing when you're looking at taxes. Like you talked about not getting the right income. Mm -hmm. You end up with a tax penalty at the end of the year because of the Affordable Care Act and or like getting caught with tax distributions from retirement accounts can be very confusing ultimately uh, and something to take a look at when you're getting ready to retire. Next is you want to think about, do you roll over or not roll over your company retirement plan? You know, so as you exit your employer, you have options such as leave it there. Uh, if you get a new job, you could roll it over to the new plan. Uh, you could cash it out, which would be fully taxable, or you could move it to a self-directed IRA uh, or some other type of vehicle. And the last is you're, if you're getting ready to retire is looking at having um, a proactive plan. So. You know, having your wealth saved up is a, is a great thing to do, and it is having a plan in place that really helps make it be less stressful in retirement time and allows you to kind of bridge that gap of moving over into retirement. So a couple of pointers there for uh, the great resignation, but again, uh, you know, always happy to help give you some pointers along the way. There's certainly a, you know, a good number of things to consider as you approach retirement, uh, whether it is something that you're doing earlier than you planned or whether you know, you've had 2022 circled as your retirement date altogether. There's a lot to take into consideration. The good news is you don't have to go it alone. America's Retirement Headquarters is here for you. You just have to pick up the phone, take that first step, give a call, 419-794-3030. Or if you want to, just go ahead and go online, americasretirementheadquarters.com. There was a recent survey by the Alliance for Lifetime Income that found there is a disconnect between financial advisors and their clients because advisors believe their clients want to talk about investments. But 90% of the clients surveyed said their number one concern, well, it was guaranteed income. So if, if you guys have somebody who comes in with no idea of what questions to ask, how do you find out what they really want so that you can develop that plan for them? Yeah, we do get that. And people come into the office and they're, you know, have made their mind that they're going to retire at first of the year. And they need to know, you know, what do I do to get ready for retirement? Um, you know, for those people that are, you know, five years before retirement, it really begins to get crucial to kind of get the ducks in a row to put things all together. 
Um, I don't know about you, Scott. I know you run into a lot of people and are kind of also helping them transition from working to retirement and getting them enrolled in the, the health care plans. But, you know, one of the things that I think is uh, I see a lot in our industry is listening to the wrong people. Oh, absolutely. I hear that all the time. And, you know, I've said that before. Everybody knows somebody that knows something that knows nothing. And I know that's kind of a, a, a play on words there, but, you know, it's, it's good to get ideas and listen to other people, but then you need to talk to that professional that knows what's going on. And I met with a client uh, this past week that said the same thing. She says, boy, you know what? Uh, my neighbor told me this, and then my friend told me this, and they have something completely different. I need to send them to you because it seems like you know what you're talking about. And, you know, that, I, we run into that all the time. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think a lot of times it's a friend, a family member or another coworker. They probably have their best interest at heart. But what's right for somebody's unique situation may not be right for somebody else. And a lot of the decisions that you make with retirement time, they end up being irrevocable decisions. So you only get one shot at getting it right. Mm -hmm. And as you talk about, I think it's important to work with somebody who specializes in the area that you're looking for help in. The second item is getting caught by a 20% tax withholding for lump sum distributions. Uh, I had recently uh, had two conversations with families who, uh, one was uh, getting money from an inheritance. Unfortunately, she lost her dad and was going to have the distribution paid to her, uh, which would be a fully taxable event, and then she was going to look to reinvest the money. She didn't have to necessarily do it that way. She had the ability where she could take the money and move it over to an inherited IRA and still follow the distribution rules but avoid the big tax penalty on, on the entire lump sum. Uh, I know Scott and I, we were also working recently with a couple that's getting ready to retire, got their all over paperwork. And again, the same assumption is they thought that they were going to have to pay 20% in taxes when they got their retirement dollars. And if the paperwork is filled out correctly, uh, that doesn't have to happen. What you need to do is you need to have the money go from the company retirement plan directly to the new retirement plan, not into your pocket, or that's where some of the tax mistakes happen. Uh, number three is choosing the wrong pension option. It kind of goes back to what we were saying before. Uh, not everybody's situation is the same. Right. We run into people where the single or joint life option can be a great option for people that want, uh, as this topic is guaranteed income from the employer, and it's predictable and, and it lasts for either somebody's lifetime or joint lifetime, whatever they select. At the same time, we run into situations where people have done a great job saving and investing, and they have money built up in their outside investment vehicles that they can take the lump sum distribution and be able to invest that money and you know be responsible with how they spend it, but ultimately maybe make that money last not just for a husband and wife's lifetime, but be able to pass on maybe money to the children or other charities or organizations that are important to them and create a bigger legacy Number four is not understanding what Medicare and Social Security do and don't pay for. Um, we run into this in a lot of different scenarios. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times, you know, it comes down into things like the healthcare-related issues of nursing homes. Right. And I know, Scott, you know, for Medicare, there's limitations on what Medicare will cover when it comes to nursing homes. Exactly. That's when, uh, you know, a, a long-term care policy comes into play to cover that nursing home coverage. Uh, really, it's very, very limited. It, uh, in fact, it's almost no coverage at all for nursing home coverage with Medicare. And we were talking, you know, about the, the limitations there. It can be a way... 
as a mistake for a retiree is to not take a look at that and ultimately can be an area that blows them up in retirement time Mm -hmm. too. One of the segments that we were talking about earlier, we were talking about not understanding the tax rules for IRAs, pensions, and and, uh, various accounts. Things work different. Uh, Sometimes it's better to take money out of non-retirement accounts. Mm -hmm. Um, As we were talking about earlier, maybe that makes your health care costs a little bit more reasonable if you're under the age 65. Uh, Other times it makes sense to take more money out of the retirement accounts. Um, Then you have different rules on how withdrawals apply, not only for health care costs, but you have different rules on how taxation works on Social Security benefits. And, you know, it's something that a retiree is not typically used to because they're used to the income tax brackets while they're working. But a retiree also has income tax brackets. They have Social Security taxes. They have health care taxes. They have capital gains taxes. There's, you know, so many different taxes that go into a situation that it's important to not make a mistake and overpay on your taxes. Uh, it is not your patriotic duty to pay one dollar more <laughs> than what you had to, to the federal government. And I you know, forget who said the quote, but I remember uh, what they said. It was, you know, there's two systems of taxation in this country, one for the informed and one for the uninformed. And so we want to do and make sure that you're in the informed category so you know what to do. The next is uh, failing to set up an update and will or estate plan. So for those of you that are listening, if it's been a long time, maybe the kids were little the last time you reviewed your estate plans, um, or maybe you don't even have a state plan, um, you know, there's two certainties in life, right? Death and taxes. Right. And unfortunately, you know, we just don't know when that's going to happen. I, you know, and being in the business for 20 plus years, have been shocked by some of the things that we've seen. And of course, other times people grow older and, you know, naturally pass away. But you want to have your wishes in writing. The state has uh, a plan in place for people who don't, and I don't know that I want the government no. figuring out what to do with my assets. No. It's not I think, really a plan. No, I think that's one of those out-of-sight, out-of-mind things. You know, you may have set one up uh, and then put it in your file ca- cabinet, and you're done with it. And you you don't go back and look at it because it's out-of-sight, out-of-mind. But things change. Life gets in the way and things change, you know, whether it's you've had another child or, you know, you go through a divorce or you go through a death. You need to make sure you have that updated. If if you don't have one, you need to get one. Yeah, even things like beneficiary mistakes is another big one. I see 90% of the time when we do Mm -hmm. beneficiary review for people, there's mistakes that are out there. You know, what you have named on a beneficiary form is how it's going to go. People oftentimes don't understand how things work differently from a will versus a named beneficiary. They don't all work the same. And these can be big mistakes. And if you want to talk about uh, families and uh, dysfunctional families around the holiday, you know, (laughs) messing up the estate plans can be an easy way to do that. The next is, is we did an entire show talking about risk, but thinking that risk just involves losing principal. Um, If you get a chance, go to YouTube, type in America's Retirement Headquarters, watch the entire show that we recently did walking through the topic of risk. But there is more risk than just losing principal. Uh, There's risk of inflation, you know, how that's going to impact your purchasing power over time. Uh, There's risk of rising taxes. There's all of these risks that you need to factor in to help you determine, you know, what might be the most appropriate asset mix for your overall portfolio. Number eight is paying for the wrong kinds and the wrong types of insurances. Uh, 
as we just mentioned a minute ago, misunderstanding that Medicare is going to pay for nursing home when, in fact, you know, it's very limited. Uh, sometimes when people get into retirement, uh, maybe they don't need life insurance like I do in the traditional sense since I have a college kid and a kid in high school. Uh, maybe uh, long-term care insurance is more appropriate for, you know, their future needs. You know, evaluating the different types of insurance, understanding, you know, what is going to be covered with your insurance. I still remember doing a presentation. A lady came up to me after the presentation with tears in her eyes because when her husband had passed away, uh, the insurance that she had bought decades ago uh, from somebody else was, uh, you know, called accidental insurance. Well, her husband died of natural causes, mm -hmm. and so there was no life insurance to be paid out in that. And, you know, she's financially devastated in, the, in that particular situation because she had the wrong insurances. So number nine is planning for retirement when you're already retired. Um, if you're listening and you're retired, again, it's never too late. But, it, you know, I highly recommend if you're within five years of retirement is the most important time to really begin taking a look at uh, making some of those decisions. And wrapping up uh, the biggest mistakes with people making in retirement time is not doing that consistent, careful, ongoing planning. Um, this market can be a market that makes people lazy. You know, it wasn't until here recently that the market got a little bit more volatile. But, you know, as the market just goes up and up and up, people mm -hmm. tend to kind of put the statements aside and say, well, everything's fine. And it's while everything is fine, you need to have a plan in place, just like we teach our kids when they're little how to run that fire safety drill. Now is the time while things are good to run the fire safety drill. Do that constant, careful, ongoing planning. And if you're going to make decisions, you know, December 31st is right around the corner. And once that happens and the ball drops, uh, your options become limited on being able to make changes for the previous year. So you have a little bit of time and we're always here to help you out with uh, making those decisions and getting you steered in the right direction. An emphasis there on the word limited. There's a limited amount of time. We are already in December after all. And, and you know, with the holiday season and everything, end of the year is going to be upon us quickly. These were the 10 biggest mistakes that retirees, not every retiree makes, of course, uh, those uh, who know about it. That's one thing. But then to develop a plan to avoid them and to do that, pick up the phone, give a call, speak with America's Retirement Headquarters, 419-794-3030, whether you have questions about, because again, there's still a couple of days left for the annual election period uh, as far as yes. your Medicare going forward in 2022 or just the cost of insurance or any of these different things that we talked about, 419-794-3030, or you can go online to americasretirementheadquarters.com. Don't forget, you can check out previous editions of the show uh, via YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Just search for America's Retirement Headquarters. And this one will be up there shortly because we've come to the end of another show. I want to thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you have a great week. Hope you have a safe week ahead of you. And guys, as we as we close down, I want to leave you with the final word. I found a good one. It is unknown artist, but it says you have to put off being young until you can retire. So have a great retirement and we look forward to seeing everybody soon. Thank you. America's Retirement Headquarters is located at 1700 Woodlands Drive in Maumee, Ohio. You can reach them by calling 419-794-3030 or online at americasretirementheadquarters.com. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Nolan Baker is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Nolan Baker, Ohio Insurance License Number 27787. 